welcome to the No Name MMA Show, the best damn MMA podcast you've never heard of, with Mystic Daddy Juan and No Nutshot Nina, and yours truly, Motivated Amy. Let's get on with this shit. Welcome to the No Name MMA Show, the best damn MMA podcast nobody asked for. Thank you for joining us on this lovely August 25th already? Bro, that's the end of August. My name is Motivated Andy, as always, joined by the great... Uh, Mexican Daddy Juan. And... No Nutshot Nina. As we got most of our questions answered last week, where Jared Kanier edged out Kelvin Gaslam in a narrow victory, solidifying his top spot amongst the middleweight elite. But, before we get into any of that, let's talk about some things going on in our lives first. Babe, what do you have going on? I'm just emo, and I hate everybody. <laughs> everybody freaking sucks. Everybody sucks. Like, yeah, that's all for me. Juan, are you emo as well? Does um, everybody suck, or just W right now? I'm I'm not emo, but I do agree that <laughs> everybody sucks. Um, and nah, I'm not gonna say that. <laughs> oh shit! Restraint. Yeah. Uh, all right. Um. I just bought Cyberpunk. That's right. Um, Gamescom just announced uh, a few games that I'm interested in. Uh, other than that, nothing but Cyberpunk. It, it was on sale for $40. $40? Yeah. Bro, it was on sale for 10 at Best Buy. Oh, rip. <laughs> I thought that's what you were getting. No. Oh my goodness. Well, I mean, it's only physical copies anyway. Yeah. You were using it via PC. Yeah, I was doing it. Piece of. Anyways, um, yeah, I, I bought it for forty dollars. Huh. I don't know if I've gone, if I if it'll be worth the forty dollars. I think it will. I think for PC, it should be a better. I feel like it should be on par with my, um, what's it called experience. It's crashed three times only now. Other than that, it's been alright, but it's crashed three times. Uh, yeah, only. I mean, it's probably gonna crash like. Feel comfortable with it crashing like a thousand times, a hundred thousand times. It's not okay. Wait, why does times. that happen to your guys' video games? So cyberpunk, cyberpunk. yeah, yeah. cyberpunk wasn't created correctly. So in the development, it was rushed at the very end, mm-hmm. and it they just released it and it wasn't finished. It was, they haven't like tried to fix it since then. I, I have a bunch of. Or they haven't successfully fixed it. They since haven't then? successfully fixed. It's yes. been eight Still? months, and they re- they've released I don't know what ten patches, thirteen patches. I'm at what, the last thing I saw was one point three. Y'all should yeah. get some kind of refund, like maybe not. No, full they refund. did. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. They did. They, but I bought it. Like way afterwards, yeah. and it was on sale, so I'm not gonna give a shit. But, you know yeah. but the original yeah. like buyers, when it first came out, they got a refund. Yeah, like my PlayStation 4 version, I think it's at like it has to be close to 200 gigabytes. My PlayStation is only 500, so that's the only game that I would be able to play on my PlayStation at a time. Yeah, uh, did you get a refund? Yeah, yeah, I got a refund, but I also played it on Chromecast and Chromecast works yeah no i think it was like the best version of cyberpunk cool so yeah i lucked out but it was worth it i think you'll have a really good time with it just it's gonna crash 
like a shit ton. Be I, prepared. I'm also yep. debating debating on either getting a Nintendo Switch or a Steam Deck. Ooh, Switch. That's but Switch. Steam bro. Deck has thousands. Like, does it have way Mario? More. It has way more. Does it have Mario though? You're right. Does it have Legends of Zelda or or the Zelda of Legends? Kirby. Yeah, bro. Come on. And Mario Party, bro. Wow, I would get way. Bro, Mario Party. I'll pay you. I'll pay you for Mario Party, and I'll buy my own controller so we can play Mario Party. That's how much you need a Switch. Uh uh-uh. uh. Yes. Do what you want, Juan. And you want a Switch, bro? Mario Party. We'll see. All right. Anyway. So you're gonna get a Switch? No. Uh, maybe. As for me, I was also feeling emo. Uh, if you're new to the show, I just started a part-time gig over at Target to get a little bit of extra scratch, and I only told them, like, 12 to 15 hours, and they fucking scheduled me, like, 30 hours next week, and, yeah, I don't know. So you're gonna tell them no? Oh, yeah, I already told them no. I told HR, like, I only wanted 15 hours, and then I already called out one day, too. It's only like my second. double day. Yeah. You know what they scheduled Bro. me for fucking Sunday? Seven to nine. So much for that extra money, though. I know, I know. They're gonna and it like, is $15 an hour, but bro. But they agreed yeah. to his availability and That's 100%. hours, yep. yeah. and then within the first week, scheduled him double that. Yeah. Like, he already works a full 40-hour Work week, week. Yeah. on top of this available 15, and then they schedule you 30. Yeah, and then they're not going to change the hours. schedule. Yeah. Andy was like, I'm calling out on this Sunday. Like, yeah. no way. It's not like I don't want to work. Like, whenever I'm there, like, I feel like It's that like you're working so much. It's that they're putting me to work so yeah. much. Like, nah. And, I, like, it's Friday. So, my full Friday. Boycott Target. Full Friday, <laughs> right? And then Monday, they got me 11 to 7. Because Friday, I have 5.30 to 10.30. So I got a 30-minute break between both jobs. And then from there, on Saturday, I'm working 11 to 6. And then on Sunday, they got me 9 to 7. Bro, hell, like, fuck that, bro. Capitalism. Yeah, and then they got me on Monday, too. So I would literally have no, like, day off between the next four days. And I was like, come on, man. Like, I told you what I work. And it's not Target's problem for Andy to have a day off. But also, it's like, he went ahead and managed his own schedule to give himself some time off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you guys weren't respecting the agreed-upon so availability. So, I'll just, like, ask off for all the days I don't want to work, and then they can give me that. That's it. I mean, that's kind it's of like what it has to... like a reoccurring Wednesday day off. Yeah, like, whatever. Anyway, but yeah, that's it. People suck. Target sucks. Sorry, babe. That's your, like... Listen, you guys stopped... Shopping at Target, so stuff is not as expensive, and <laughs> I still plan on fully supporting Target. All right. Well, anyway. on the boycott of Target, I don't know how to transition out of that. That one's gonna be a tough one. But moving on, we have Juan with the no name of the week. No name of the week. There were so many knockouts. Yes. So many finishes in the in the last card, as far as the early prelims. Only two went to decision, but the most, uh, the prettiest knockout 
I think would be the Ignacio Baham Baham Bahamondes. What what? Bahamondes. Okay. Bahamondes. They Damn. they were saying it different on the on the uh, yeah I don't know and that's why I was I was trying to match what they were saying. I think because they are white <laughs> and they don't know. They're not like I mean I guess Mexicans. that's fair. Yeah. I, mean, I guess that's fair. But anyways, um, he got the knockout at the very very pretty much last ten seconds and. Um, I was worried in the first round because Robert's jab was really nice. Yeah. It was, it cut Ignacio. And he was landing it. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. No yeah. problem. Um, but Ignacio outworked him and just pressured him for 15 minutes and then the last 10 seconds. Um, well, last 15 seconds, he hit Roberts with an elbow against the cage. I think that kind of hurt Roberts. And then when, once they got off the cage, Ignacio switched stance, did a spinning, spinning heel kick, and knocked the life out of Roberts. Yes. The life out of him. And yeah. He was gone. He was SpongeBob in that blowjob meme. Yeah, exactly. Exactly that. Um, so, yeah, that's the, that's the no name of the week, Ignacio. Uh, Andy doesn't have faith in you. I have faith in you. Yeah. Get some knockouts. I You got it. I want it to be noted that, homie, you got to move your head. <laughs> That's the reason why the jab kept on landing. Like, he was just standing there, just chilling. I love you, though, and I love that knockout. Is it knockout of the year? Hell no. Hell no. H-E double hockey sticks, no. Nah. But. Nah. It was nice. It was very nice. So, all of our listeners need to, like tune in or like uh, speak up for this because we kind of have a little debate going on whether or not this should be considered for knockout of the year and part of it I think too is that if you were watching the prelims it was knockout after knockout after knockout and so uh, it was real like emotional like Mm -hmm. it was easy to get hyped up on all those knockouts yeah. But also, my opinion is that it's definitely one to be considered mm-hmm. a contender for knockout of yeah. the year. And is it, like, one of the top knockouts of the year? For sure. Like, if I it's would, not number one, it's number two. I would have it as number three. No. But, but that's because Frankie, in my eyes, has a granite chin. And Corey Sandhagen doing that to Frankie... In my eyes, it's just that fucking insane. My number one knockout of the year for me is still Jiri with the spinning back elbow. They're both highly ranked fighters. It was a very competitive back and forth fight. It wasn't as clean as I would have liked for Jiri. And yeah. So my just, argument to that, as far as the Corey Sanhagen being over the Ignacio. If, if knockout of the year had to do with the person who was getting knocked out and not the actual knockout, mm-hmm. Cody Garbrandt would not have gotten knockout of the year last year. That's fair. I don't know. Um, uh, 
So did he get knocked out of the year? He did get knocked out of the year. I think That's it's bad. impressive, though, to say, like, who it is that you were able to knock out if you're knocking somebody out who yeah. can never be knocked out, mm-hmm. but also... Yeah. I think, like, for, like, for your benefit, I think that Ignacio's spinning wheel head kick was um, more impressive than Kamara Usman's knockout over Jorge. Even though, like, the narrative would be that Jorge hasn't been finished since, like, whatever the fuck. Sure. But, so I get that, but it's still more impressive. But also, that one's not quite as exciting either because Jorge wasn't winning, didn't yeah. win. I 100% lied. Cody did not get knocked out of the year. Uh, Buckley. Oh, yeah, it was Joaquin Buckley. Yeah. Spinning back. I, I almost forgot about that. Okay. Uh, All right, but still, that's, but again, again, right. that yeah. proves my point. Yeah, so, Ignacio, I'm rooting for you, man, but you're the no-name of the week, so you gotta prove me wrong, bro. You gotta do that for me. It's all right. It's all right. Because we got nothing but elite motherfuckers in this bitch. We got Adrian Giannis, bro. Yeah, Brandon Royval. Well, Adrian lose. has head movement problems as yeah, well. Yeah, and so. Brandon Royval just got fucking beat the fuck up by Alexander Fitoja last week. Yeah, So, yeah, I yeah. can't even say anything like that. Anyway, yeah. Uh, congratulations on 50k. Yeah. At least. Yeah, you should have gone more, but. Yeah, that's why. Yeah. Performance bonus? He needs, well, yeah, fucking, fuck it. Fight of the night and also knockout and performance of the night. I mean, that shit was crazy. He needs at least 100k. Everybody needs 100k. I need 100k. Yeah. Dana might give me 100k. Target, just don't schedule me that many cars, <laughs> but give me money. Just 12. Well, that was it for No Name of the Week. Off to Nina with the MMA Minutes. All right. So first things first, respect to those who have fallen. The UFC has released two longtime veterans that have fought out their contract and will not be resigned. Jimmy Rivera and Damian Maya. That's okay. Rivera, who just came off of the loss to Pedro Munoz, and Maya, who has been coming off of two back-to-back losses. Yeah, I mean, Damian Maya, I get it. He's just... Mm, I get it for older. Jimmy, too. He's older. He's not He's not a big draw. His style is not very fan-friendly. And he is just older. So, I get it, man. It sucks. He wanted one more. He wanted one more, but, yeah. I mean, the UFC's not in the business of one more for people that can't draw. What I mean, let's be honest. Yeah. Let's be honest. Anyway, um, yeah, I think it's unfortunate, but I understand it too. Yeah, it is too bad. Jimmy Rivera, he didn't bring great, numbers like that. He didn't bring numbers like that, but he had really fun fights, and his fight with Pedro Munoz was like a kicking match, mm-hmm. and his leg was compromised like fuck, and Pedro kept on kicking it and kicking it. Yeah. And it was like right after the Connor fight. Yeah. The Dustin Poirier one. Yeah. And, like, just seeing Connor, like, kind of give up on himself versus Jimmy Rivera, like, going out there and being a soldier and just totally. still coming at him, like, mad respect. Totally. Mad respect for Jimmy Rivera. Hopefully Bellator picks him up. Damian Maya, enjoy, enjoy retirement, bro. Yeah. So have a good one. Well, hopefully Dana Wyatt has paid enough <laughs> to uh, oh, make yeah, sure he's right. retired. Probably. Yeah, I don't know about that. Mm, let's not think about it. 
Uh, Alistair, Arbor Alistair Overeem has announced his return to combat sports. R.I.P. With a championship Oof. kickboxing bout with Glory by facing current champion Rico Verhoeven. This bout is set to take place on October 23rd in the Reims backyard of the Netherlands. Also, Alistair Overeem was in a bit of hot water recently after making comments about wrestling, like entertainment kind of wrestling, saying that pro wrestling is gay and that it's lame, which... Well, I get it because he's not a kid. and But, I mean, it's not fake in the sense of... Um, and it sets the amount of damage that you take on your body. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. But, I mean, no, you gotta understand, wrestling is day in, day out, or, like, you have a show every week where a professional fighter can really max out at five times uh -huh. a year. So the toll on your body is very real for wrestlers. I understand. You gotta understand, Alistair Overeem is alpha. Like, he is 6'5", six, 6'8", six, or something, 265 pounds, walks around at probably 270. Glass chin, and, though. And has, but also with his glass chin, he still beat the fuck out of Brock Lesnar, who was a wrestler. So... Even with his age, though, too, like, the years underneath his belt as a professional fighter, though, yeah. he is, like... He is accomplished. He mm -hmm. is a god... Like, you gotta be... So, in any other terms, in any other facet of life, he is very much not a person that you say, like, hey, like, chill out. He's just that dude. He's like a caveman dude. And he's always been alpha. He's never been, I'm sure, challenged in any kind of way. Somebody needs to uh, tell him not to fight anymore. Like, yeah. I, I don't understand what he... He has nothing to prove. He has nothing else and to prove. I don't... I, all I've heard about this Rico Verhoeven dude is that he is a fucking beast. And he looks like a fucking supermodel, too. And then if Alistair loses this one, he has to he has to retire. And if he doesn't, he might be on the contract so that he can't. But Her, With his interview with Ariel Helwani where all of this was announced, he said that he's possibly looking for three more fights. Why? I don't are know. You, are you spending too much money? What are you doing? I don't know. Stop I just it. Don't know. Stop I don't think it. he's over like that. I think he's probably not in the elite anymore. So if he wanted to do some fights, cool yeah. to make some money, and he could win, but he's got to take it down down a level, and I don't think yeah. that has really hit for him. Mm -hmm. But in um, regards to his comment, like, yeah, I think we're all kind of PC around here. But at the same time, pro wrestling's gay. It's lame. Like, that's what our yeah. generation grew up thinking. Like, when you call something gay, like, yeah. you're trying to say it's lame. Obviously, we understand it's 2021. Yeah. And, like, you don't call things gay like that. Yeah. But also, it's just funny because, like, I totally know what he's trying to say. Yeah. Like, people still say that. I don't think they're trying to be yeah. homophobic in any way. Yeah, I don't, I don't think I don't he's think, being homophobic. I don't think so he's being homophobic whatsoever. The controversy of being like, yeah. this is gay, it's lame. But I get it. That's You're using it as a slur. Say. But, I mean, that's where it's it's a bygone era. Like, mm -hmm. Alistair Overeem is very much just like a meathead. That's what and I'm saying. he's not like, like a U.S. citizen either. So it's like, he's yeah, an who knows international what the culture guy. Of the is like. 
So, no, he's from the UK. He's from the UK? Yeah, the Netherlands are in his backyard. He's from the UK. No, I think he's from the Netherlands, baby. I think I fucked it up. Oh, no, I think, though, let me look where he's from. Yeah. <sighs> this is going to bother me. But, I think so. Anyway. Sorry, y'all. We're going to have to wait I don't until know. we can find this. Just that Rico Verhoeven guy. I, and then, so then you get knocked out again? All right, so my thing is, maybe, maybe he is old enough, and, or not too old, and maybe he still has the skill to beat all these guys. That being said, he has been knocked out enough to where if he gets knocked out mm -hmm. anymore by these hard-punching guys, he's going to yeah. end up having lesions on his brain. Yeah. So that's the issue. That's where I'm coming at as far as um, he's a... He has a glass jaw, and he doesn't need to. He doesn't need to fight. All right. All right. So, sorry. Overeem <laughs> was born in England. Okay. To a Jamaican father and a Dutch mother. Mm -hmm. When he was six, and his parents divorced, he moved to the Netherlands. Okay. But I knew that he was British. Okay. On some level. Fucking fake. Fucking. <laughs> Not Netherlands you. ass bitch. Not Netherlands motherfucker. You're fucking. Uh, he has a British accent. I it's thought he. Different had... than his Dutch accent. Uh-uh. Well, I, I don't know anything about accents like that. I I just always assumed he was always associated with the Netherlands to me. He was. That's what flag so that's he carries. But, but he talks about being from Great Britain. Well, I mean, fuck him. He's a fake. <laughs> He's not a fake. Fucking fake ass bitch. He's a king. Fucking. All right. You lame. Other hot tea that we've got going on. Recent comments were made by the goat, Khabib, um, regarding ring girls, saying that they're the most useless people in martial arts. In martial arts, I agree. Yeah. I, I mean, uh, if he would have said the world, yeah. I would have been like, well, I disagree with that. But in martial arts. But he also know. said, like, if it was me and my father watching a fight, I could just look up and see what round it is. Like, I know how to tell what round it is. But also, like, but on top of that, um, no one tunes into the fight to see the ring girl. No one tunes into the fight, sees a ring girl, and then goes, yeah. like, changes the Well, it's not even, you know? like, dancers or, like cheerleaders and other sports yeah. they really are there as some ringside eye candy yeah mm -hmm. but it probably just also doesn't sound as good coming from khabib who's a muslim and has said other no. things yeah. about women so it's like there's two not in a disrespectful way yeah. but in a cultural and yeah. like uh religious stance that a lot of people don't agree with mm -hmm. so he's not saying anything like inappropriate and he's not wrong about the comment yeah. he made about the ringside girls, but it's just, like, not a good look. It's not a good look, but at the end of the day, it's an opinion. And also, going along with that, this he's a very devout Muslim guy. Like, yeah, this isn't this isn't crazy. This shouldn't be surprising to anybody. Like, yeah. everybody kind of going off like, oh, it, it is what it is. Like, what did you expect from yeah, him? Yeah. It's, like, it's not, not a popular heard? comment for, yeah. for people who don't understand that part of life. And, like, they're the the women who, assuming that his wife is just as devout to Muslim as he is, 
she also agrees that I, I don't, she doesn't want to wear revealing clothing out in public in front of a bunch of men. She doesn't want that. Mm-hmm. Simply because she, I would, I'm assuming again, she's devout Muslim and that's just her belief. Mm-hmm. And people don't understand that. Yeah. But even if they were dressed in like a full, like fully clothed, modest attire, mm-hmm. we wouldn't need them. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Yeah. You know, so yes. He's, I mean, we have the round counter at the edge mm-hmm. of the cage. So we've been a long time Surely away from knowing. Surely the people in the stands aren't only relying on the ring girls to determine mm-hmm. what round we're in. Yeah. yeah. But. I don't know. I get it. Also, is it controversial? Not really. I don't think. It's well, I think, I don't think because it's like that. way back in the day, they didn't have the technology that we have now, so they would. I mean, have I get it. No, they, and then they yeah. also did need ring candy. Like yeah. you do need yeah. some hot girls at any kind of sporting event, maybe yeah. other than golf. Mm-hmm. Like they're it, everywhere yeah, else, yeah. so it makes yeah. sense to have them in the UFC. However, at the same time, it's just like they're there, just kind of like traditionally but we don't actually need them yeah that being said though i am all about simple ways for people to get paid yeah that is yeah. a simple yeah, yeah. way for someone to get if you paid. can get paid to do something stupid oh they're not getting paid a lot probably but mm-hmm. i mean this is the ufc we're talking about yeah but that's the same for any they're chilling watching the fights like we're gonna look up fan. to see how much they get paid i'm sure dana white pays them a pretty penny i wouldn't no. be surprised bro. To, for or and yeah, all right. Not compared to a fighter, but to compare to, to like, being a ring girl. Even though, like, like uh, I mean, I think of it as like, I don't know. Maybe in the UFC they get a little bit more, but I think about my friend Ashley. Yeah, she was a, a Charlotte Hornets dancer. Oh, you know. Oh, not well, what I was thinking. That's what I'm telling you, Fonz. Yeah. They don't make shit. It's basically a serving job, like. Not to mention you pay and but you you also have choreography, to pay but they give you other gigs. They're like, let's have the ringside girls go to this hospital benefit as our contribution. Like, those girls are just like kind of promo girls. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so their salary is 18000 a year. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But also, if they're doing multiple events a year. They also are all probably like on social media being sponsored and selling yeah, other yeah. things. They're kind of like influencer promotion jobs, you know. So I'm sure this is not their only job. But I know one of them has. I forgot who. I think it's Ariane Celeste. But she has an OnlyFans, so. Uh, she needed one. <laughs> there's two. 18000 a year. Yeah, there's two. Uh, two of them that have. How do you guys know this? Uh, it's I follow. Bit, it's, I think mm-hmm. she was one of the first ones mm-hmm. to have. Only I follow fans, ring yeah. the ring girls on my not all of them, but some of them on my Instagram, and mm-hmm. they they have it on their bio. Yeah, where are you following them on Instagram? Uh, because they're pretty. Because it's the UFC. Yeah. Yeah. It's really the UFC. The UFC. And no, 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 I'm being honest. No, I'm being honest. They're hot. I'm just saying. I had a, like, I think I had to delete Valerie Lareda because you saw her, like... Because it was just a thirst trap, which is... That's no, not my fault. To, to, no, it's not your fault. She's a fighter. Let the girls do what they're doing. I know. But also, if your Instagram is there to make fans to send you to their OnlyFans, that is your fault. 
No, mm, no, yes. no. Let me explain. You don't need to follow her on Instagram if she's not. I don't follow her on Instagram. That's what I'm saying. Hold on, I do, I do. So let me give you my reason why. Let's hear it. Even if even if Dal said something, no. Well, that being that being said, I know there is no way, there is no absolute way that me and this person is even gonna have a conversation. So why does it matter? I don't care about that. Why is it? So why does it matter? Because when you just watch things like that about women's bodies and how beautiful they look, you're gonna look at your other real life women a little different. No, uh, I disagree with that. Uh, no, I disagree with that. I 100 disagree so, with that. So you'd be totally okay with Val just following hot guys? 100%. I tell her I do not care okay. who. Yeah. Well, that's where I think about it a little different. Yeah. Uh, no. If I. If but she, also, I don't care enough to look at butts and tits like that on Instagram. Well, so I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. I'm not like out here following. Like all these different and girls. No but. Hate, Shout out to Kevin. <laughs> no hate against any of the girls. Y'all yeah. keep doing what you're doing for these guys. Except for you, Kevin. But at I just the don't same like it. Time, no, I have a different standard for my husband, you know, like when it comes to the longevity of our relationship. And even though she's a fighter and in the UFC, if all she's posting are like, sexy beach bikini rolling in the sand photos it's not content related to the UFC at that point it's just a hot chick that mm -hmm. you need to kind of get you through your day and that's Damn. where I am Damn. saying just for my husband I don't day, love huh? that you, I think you. I think you're you I, I no get I think you the you're day, thinking bro. that we put too much attention to it do you remember do you remember I think you guys don't think that it affects you as much as you do because uh -huh. you wouldn't get so salty if girls were like hey boyfriend please don't follow thirst traps on instagram D do you get salty about it no i don't get salty about it you don't get salty about it but you were just saying that no like, no my... doesn't tell you she doesn't like you looking at it or you wouldn't care if she looked at it yeah, yeah, but like if that. she did tell me, I'm not going to argue against it mm. because that I am doing that for her. I put sure. her first. Yeah. Um, but that being said, I was given my argument in the sense of why it doesn't. Um, so I'm like, losing my should. place. So what was you your follow, original? Why do you follow the ringside girls Instagram? Oh, but yeah, because they're hot. Because. <laughs> this is how we <laughs> No. And Andy was like, because it's UFC content, and that's where they I do. Got they out. do kind of. They do post. It's not all like their thirst traps. You do they long. post thirst traps? One hundred percent. But they do post no. UFC stuff. Is if the majority of your meme page is thirst traps, Let's I see. ask Andy, can we not just like follow that where you're getting? six thirst traps to one content post yeah it's not worth it I'm trying to see who i follow it's not worth it to argue so i'm just like yeah i'm just kidding <laughs> all right <laughs> i try i i came up here to prove you wrong but literally every single one of these are selfies thank you yeah god damn it no no well, hate I mean, to them and their game life. That's what it like, is, though. Completely. Yeah, that's yeah. the whole point. And they reeled you in, Juan, just the same exact way. I'm just saying. 
if all you can see when you're scrolling Same. through your Instagram are all these accounts that you follow by people, both, you know, like. I thought I followed more than one. I guess I just follow one. Who is it? Uh, Red De La Cruz. Ooh, you the ringside girl of our hearts. I, who is that even? I only know Ariane Celeste and... I don't remember the other one. I don't know, but... Yeah, she's the only one I follow. I thought I followed more. Huh. <laughs> Alright, well, moving on from that. Moving on yeah, from that. Yeah, Ring Girls, uh, thoughts be gone. Don't come near me no more. Uh, Nina's gonna come at you. No. Uh, Nina's gonna no. attack you. I support And then Juan still wants women. to see all that twerk action of Valerie Laredes. No, and I support all of them in their game. I'm just saying that... Call it what it is. Don't try to pretend like it's because you're following for UFC content. Or because the ringside girls are providing to the sport, which I'm agreeing with Khabib's They're not providing mention. anything to the sport. Yeah. So why are we following them? Because they're hot. Because they're part of the are UFC. Are we mad about it because they're, they're hot? No, it's not because they're from the UFC. It's because you saw them on the UFC and they were hot. So you followed Therefore, them. it's because of the UFC. Is it not? But you don't follow. We're going on a whole tangent that doesn't that doesn't really matter. But so Khabib, look what my, you did. My You're making us fall apart. Be my argument. It is because of the UFC. No, but, you're just taking but the, Andy's little give away. No, 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 no. My what I'm saying is you said that it's not because of the UFC. It is directly because of the UFC because that is how she has her image. That is where her image comes from. Listen. I'm not here to judge, okay? <laughs> <laughs> okay. I love you. All right. We also, this week, did have some fight announcements. First being, we've got Chris Matanaho back in the octagon after his debut against Sean O'Malley on October 23rd against Aaron Phillips. So. Yeah. Chris Matanaho is that guy, if you don't remember, got his face smashed by Sean O'Malley. Mm-hmm. For four rounds and 50 seconds or something, which is stupid, but yeah. Then we have Terrence McKinney facing Ferris Ziam on November 20th. Is Terrence McKinney the guy who, um, the guy who almost died? Um, I think so, yeah. Uh, he's the one that's like 10 and 1. He was having like a really bad trip. Yeah, yeah, he ate too much mushrooms and, or, no, he, there was not just mushrooms. Oh, that's right, that's right, that's right. And he, like, stabbed himself in the throat or something. He was dying. I remember that guy. Or he died and came back to life. But anyway, yeah, he's fighting. And now he's a monster. Yeah. (laughs) He came back for his arrest. He came back from from, the grave. Okay. Um, and then we have the announcement of Shayan Bice coming out of her recent walk-off head kick KO up against Loma Look Boonmi on November 20th. Loma, uh, she has a cool little bull cut. And then Shayan Bice, she's going to get tested. I got Loma on that one. What do you mean tested? Oh, like, oh, oh. Like yeah. in, uh, in, in the fight. Um, I don't, I don't know... Either one of these, so I can't. Shane buys. She's the one recently. You're not ringside girls. <laughs> <laughs> God damn. No. You wouldn't know. God damn. No. Um, what's it called? Cheyenne buys was the one that said that she was in the negative in her bank account, mm-hmm. and she got uh, 
knockout of the night, mm-hmm. and she got 50K, and she was like, I needed that because mm-hmm. we were in the negative. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. It was. She's a good fighter, too. She's going to be in the negative again because she's not one of that one. You don't think? I'm pretty confident. Okay. But put your, put your house on it. Shine oh by his, maybe don't. Maybe don't, don't put your house on it. Put all of it on. Put your car on it, maybe. Put your car on no. it. There's public transportation. Sell your kid for it. And put that on it. Her ovaries still work, probably. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> yeah. All right. And then last but not least, we have another stellar matchup for October. Set with Nico Price going against the Brazilian cowboy Alex Oliveira. Set for October 2nd. That's going to be nothing but violence. Huh? Nothing, nothing but violence. Nothing but blood. Oliveira. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know about Nico either. So, yeah, I think it's a perfect matchup. They're both, like, on massive losing streaks. Yeah. So, yeah. And they both like getting hit. Oliveira might get cut. I think they both might get cut, honestly. Yeah. It's that bad for both of them. It could be, yeah. You draw with Cowboy, you should probably get cut. Mm-hmm. Alrighty, and then moving on to our next segment, it's time. Let's first kind of dive into what happened last weekend. Kevin Gaslam is now one in five in his last six fights. What do you do with him in terms of next steps in his career? Should a return to welterweight be considered? I mean, I feel like, yeah, maybe. That's got to be some kind of, it's just one of those things where it's like, the definition of insanity doing the same thing over and over and so like you gotta change something so yeah I guess that's what you do next and I understand why he doesn't want to he feels healthier at 185 which you know that's that's on you you feel healthier at 185 fine but you just don't perform as well at 185 I had a like gut feeling he was gonna win this last weekend too and yeah I mean, he came up short, but that's like the story of his career. He comes up short against everybody else, at least at middleweight. Um, yeah, he did knock out Michael Bisping, and I think like Jacare Souza, he beat him. But I mean, if your only win is against Ian Hainish at this point, from 2017, his wins are Michael Bisping, uh, Ronaldo Souza. Yeah. Darren Till. Wait, no, 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 no. I lied. I lied. Uh, So 2019, he didn't win any fights. 2020, he didn't win any fights. 2021, he won against Ian. Yep. So 2018, 2017, and 2021, he has won one fight in each of those years. So, yeah, maybe... Hire a better nutritionist because if your nutritionist now can't get you to 170, yeah, you can make it before. That's what I'm saying. And he, it would be one thing if he was older and moving up, but uh-huh. he can make it before and he made it and he didn't look that bad. I don't know. It's just tough telling somebody like, no, you actually need to cut weight when you're a professional athlete, mm-hmm. but you're losing. That's the point. Like you got to win. Yeah. What do you so, think? So I don't know. Um, well, since he's only won one fight, I mean, sorry, three fights in three years, kind of, uh, as far as average, um, 
He definitely doesn't need to be fighting anyone in the top five. Maybe someone in the top ten, but literally like number ten, number yeah. nine. Mm-hmm. Um, he doesn't. He needs to figure out. He needs to figure out what he needs to do. I I, I don't know what he needs to do. That's like. It's I mean, very, he had it's success at one seventy. It's it's. Has on. he had one success? Has he yeah. had success at one seventy? Yeah, it was just a tough weight cut. And that's why he moved up. So, I mean, it would be... He has fun matchups at 170. Him against Gilbert Burns. Him so against fucking Wonderboy. Uh, Brian Melikon. Uh, Uriah Hall, he beat. Um, yeah, he said he was on a solid win streak. Yeah. Until Neil Magny beat him. Yeah. And then the weight cuts started... But he's young too, mm-hmm. so we yeah. can't be like, "Oh yeah, you're 35. Figure yourself so some slack." Still, no. Yeah. <laughs> so he just needs to put in the hard work. I'm yeah. not saying that he hasn't. There's there's so much hard work that he's already put in. But it's like and sacrifice. If you can't, you're gonna then have you to change it because yeah, yeah, it's yeah. not working for you the yeah. way you want it to, like right now. Yeah. It's kind of that's how the cookie crumbles. You're not having success at middleweight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In six fights, you can only win one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like. Don't be stingy. Just, like, find your niche and be good at it. Yeah. And then give that your all. Mm -hmm. Don't, like... Don't force it. Don't force it. And, Mm -hmm. like, yeah. Or maybe this is an experimental time for him. But, like... Uh, He's taking too long. Too (laughs) long. Way too long. Let's be done. All right. And then, secondly, we watched Kayla Harrison making another first-round stoppage to end up in the PFL championship bout for a million dollars with an immediate call out from Cyborg saying on Twitter that she can make 155. <laughs> How scary would it be if Cyborg called you out? Um, with Kayla quickly responding saying, that's cool. I know that she can make 155. Does she want a participation trophy? Do you think this is too much too soon? From Kayla Harrison? Um, no. No, it's not. I think she has enough confidence and um, enough skill to be able to do it. But, um, like, overlooking Cyborg is definitely a mistake. Like, she needs to take her... As much as confident as she is, you need to take Cyborg seriously. Because she was... A monster in the UFC. A monster. And then Nunes came and just, like, took all that away from her. Yeah. And all of a sudden, all of a sudden everybody forgot. Like, yeah. And that's where, as fun and as reasonable as it is to call Nunes the GOAT of the women weight, of all of women, I get it. But she's had close calls with, like, fucking Valentina. And Cyborg, up until that knockout... Was like single handedly, people wouldn't fight her because she was so fucking scary. For years, she couldn't fight because she was so fucking scary. So it's it's very different ball games. But what happened after Nunes took out Cyborg? Cyborg she became... didn't win any other. No, she, no, she, yeah, she, yeah, she yeah. not in the UFC. No, no she did. No. no, she did. She fought not against Felicia Spencer. No, she fought against Felicia Spencer, and that's the one where. They kept on saying, Felicia Spencer's really tough. Felicia Spencer's really tough. And it's like, no, Cyborg's beating the fuck out of this Canadian chick. But the fuck out of there. And then she became champion at um, at Bellator. Bellator. Yeah, she went, fought in Bellator, fought once, got the championship, defended it. 
and now she's going to fight again sometime soon, and she's still not fucking losing. So, Kayla Harrison, as much as I respect you, and as much as I think you're, like, the next big fucking thing, pump the brakes. I you don't are going so. to I town. Think you're playing in the field though, and like you got to kind of do what other people are doing too. I don't know. Cyborg at 155 is a scary fucking prospect. It is. So like, good on you to go ahead and call out. You know, like call yeah. her out. Don't be a little puss about it. Like yeah. But if I were to have my way, I'll let her finish up PFL. Go over to the, actually go over to Bellator because Bellator has a way bigger 145 division. Where the UFC only has like three chicks, I think, and Amanda. Yeah. Um, so I would prefer her to go over to Bellator, prefer get more Kayla? experience. Yeah. Okay. After the PFL, go to Bellator, get some experience, fight against Cyborg, win, lose, draw, whatever, go to the UFC, and then you can have the fight for Amanda always there waiting. And at that point, it could be like a money fight where it's one and done for you, depending on how it goes with Cyborg or whatever. Hmm. But yeah. Um, I don't know. Cyborg is nobody be fucked around with like that. So, I, I don't know. Do you Kudos see... Kudos to Kayla. What matchup would you see... Um, or would you like to see first between Cyborg or Amanda? I would like to see her fight Cyborg first. Cyborg's older. Her being who? Uh, Kayla. Okay. I would prefer to see Kayla fight Cyborg first. What about you, Juan? Um... Well, in the sense of as far as how things have played out, Cyborg would be first because Amanda knocked out Cyborg. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then, yeah. so just like naturally, it would be Cyborg first and then Amanda, Amanda mm-hmm. being, you know, top tier boss. And then Cyborg is mini boss. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So. Yeah. That's what makes sense. Mm-hmm. Cool. All right. I guess I do agree with that. I just think, though, like, you cannot take any shine away from Amanda. Shame on you. What? I'm not, no one was taking shine away. What? Uh, uh, yeah, fuck it. I, I will. Don't. I mean, Cyborg was the first women's main event I think you in, you, in MMA history. In I MMA think. history, she was the marquee for a main event. Like, to put that into consideration and be fucking kicking ass... From then until now, where the women are fighting in different divisions. But Amanda's proven herself beyond cyborg. So I mean, we yeah. can't just like disregard I mean, I'm not, Amanda. I'm not disregarding it like that. I'm disregarding it with caution and like care. It's like, I get it. I understand. I'm not going to argue with somebody that feels that way. But also, I feel like for me... You gotta you gotta take into account tenure and accomplishments and accomplishments in terms of getting belts from all the different organizations. She has the grand slam of belts. Defending a belt, going up, defending a belt, going back down, defending another belt. Do you think the competition in the UFC and featherweight division is really like? Well, even the I agree. Like he I agree. said, but then for the woman who beat her and then beat everyone else. And in the next division. Again, I'm not going to argue with it. I understand and, like, that is your opinion. I very much agree that, hey, if Amanda's not fucking first, she's definitely fucking second. If you have to have that opinion. So, for me, it's like, yeah, no. I have Cyborg over Amanda. Yeah, she beat her. I understand that. But how many fucking years was she unbeaten? Like, it's... 
different a little bit. And I think that goes back to my original con that my original comment, y'all must have forgot. Like Cyborg was dominating. Mm-hmm. Amanda is better than her. Yeah. Cyborg if if Amanda would have shown up at the same time Cyborg would have shown up, Amanda would have would have taken over that cyborg ring. But she wasn't. Cyborg was there. So because of that, I I think um, that's why Carol Kayla Harrison should not look past yeah. look past Cyborg. And that's where I'm I like her calling out Cyborg. Mm-hmm. I think that's super ballsy of her, but like I see that as a true competition. It's a good way so, to get into the UFC. Yeah, yeah, I agree. So I think this is a good move for her. I don't yeah. think she's underestimating Cyborg by any means, but I think she feels that confident, and I think it could be a good fight, so I yeah. support it. I don't think it's like she's, you know, the... I don't know. Yeah. All right. Good for her. And then lastly, this week, we have another one of Mystic Daddy Juan's favorites with Edison Barbosa, excuse me, going up against Gija Chickadees. It's Giga uh, Chikadze. <laughs> but Chickadees forever. <laughs> In what looks to be nothing but a kicking match. Isn't that food? Chickadees? Is that? I don't know. <laughs> Chick- There's chicklets. No, there's no, no. Is chickadees a thing? I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm looking at it. Chickadees is a thing, but <laughs> anyways, continue. Besides the obvious stellar matchup, who do you think ends up on the top, and what does that mean for the stacked featherweight division? I think the MMA community all has Edson as winning. For me, I have Edson as, as winning as well. I think. Experience trumps Giga's recent track record. I don't think it's as good as Edson's. But also he's on track to become one of the few that have gotten 7-0 in the UFC. And Giga has really good fucking kicks. And also he's at the ripe age of whatever. Like, I'm pretty sure he's way younger than Edson. So in terms of age, he's got that going for him. He is undefeated, so he might have that, you know, thing about him where he's, like, it might be that extra little X factor of, like, I'm unbeatable. Um, But, I don't know. I got Barboza. And just to remind you, we've got Alexander Volkanovsky in the champion spot. Max Holloway, number one. Brian Ortega, number two. Number three, Yair Rodriguez. Number four, Korean Zombie. Five, Kelvin Cater, 6, Arnold Allen, 7, Josh Emmett, 8, Dan Ige, 9, Barbosa, 10, Chickadees. Bro, if Barbosa wins this, fucking a matchup between him and Korean Zombie. That beautiful. Oh beautiful. my god. Perfect beautiful. fucking storm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's fucking there for anybody to take that Korean Zombie fight. Um... I'm hoping that it's like a co-main for some fight. I'm really hoping the next fight for Korean Zombie is not a main event. Uh, he doesn't need no more five fucking rounds. No, he does. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I'm, what are you, I'm assuming everybody's on the Barboza train here. I am on the Barboza uh, train. One thing I heard one time, I don't know from where, but I do remember hearing it. If you're gonna be, a, if you're gonna be a fan, be a fan. 
I think you might have said that. Uh, I could be wrong, mm-hmm. but um, mm-hmm. I you gotta am, keep that same energy. I right? am a fan of Edison Barboza. Yeah. I will put all my faith on him. Will you bet on him? Uh, uh, Damn. Too much faith. Too much faith. <laughs> but also, I get it. it. I mean, it's a young up and comer, and. It's fucking that, MMA. That, I think that's his biggest obstacle. Yeah. Is that he's young. Yeah. And so if Edison can get past the speed and power that this guy has, and I'm pretty sure this his ground game is good too, isn't it? I think so, yeah. And, but I don't well, I don't think he'll go to the ground with Edison unless he's like feeling some type of way or he knows that he can do something against Edison. Yeah. Do keep in mind he is a bigger one forty five er. He's, you know, he's coming from 155, so I don't know. Chickadee is a, is a type of bird. That's Chickadee? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's a, it's a type of bird. Are you a type of you can't eat it. I got so. a Chickadee. But yeah, nobody has you. I know you have Travis Scott's, so you have nice shoes. Uh, you're welcome. But yeah, we all have Edson. You want to buy me nice shoes? Yeah, come on the show. Um, we don't like you. Anyway. Uh, that is it for this week's episode if I can say so I do think it's our best episode yet um, we want to talk shit we don't like you fight us on UFC or don't did you say we, we don't, don't care. like you yeah we don't like you anyway Juan tell the people how they can not like us uh, Instagram no.name.mma.show Twitter no name MMA one uh, email no name MMA show at gmail.com um I think Andy's back on uh, Instagram every now and then. Yes. Um, Twitter, I've been liking some stuff. I've been trying to comment on some stuff. Um, yeah, I try to get on Twitter. I do have like five followers, but one of them is uh, Cyborg. So shout out Cyborg. All right. We love you, Cyborg. That's why I like you more than Amanda. Amanda, uh-huh. if you don't fucking follow me, then I don't like you. Um, Cyborg, you I love you. Uh, Amanda's better. No. Teach me how to be scary. Yeah, <laughs> you're really scary. But yeah, um, other than that, Twitter, you gotta be on Twitch. No Twitch. Yes. Uh, see, the thing is, uh, Eric, I'm calling you out now. Oh shit. Uh, um, Damn, Eric. I, bro, Eric. I'm not all. The best time for me to stream is when I'm home alone. I'm off Thursdays and Fridays. Um. But, and Eric, my cousin, my roommate, he used to not get home until a little later. Damn, But Eric. now he's getting home, like, a lot earlier, so it's hard for me Don't to. be like that, Eric. Don't go home. Yeah, don't don't come home. Just stay away. Well, well oh. s- send me money. Send me money for rent. Oh, but shit. But stay away. Okay. <laughs> well, damn. Well, yeah, so uh, I'm not going to get on Twitch and stuff. I, I will get on Twitch whenever I can, whenever yeah. I'm at the house alone and the Wi-Fi is not being uh, taken up. But it, it's not a good stream if yeah. other people are home. I'll uh, post a fight or some bullshit on YouTube because it'll be funny. But you won't know unless you follow the show. Follow, like, subscribe, comment, everything down below. And as always, talk at you next week. Five star and rating. also, uh, fuck you, John Jones. Five star rating. Five star. Five stars. Oh yeah, give us a fiver. All the stars. All the stars. Good ratings. Every everywhere. Later.